0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for one fall with a one-hour time limit. Entering the podcast, weighing in a combined weight of 367 pounds, Jimmy and Matt, the Bleacher Birds! (laughs) What's up? Beautiful. What's up, buddy? Uh, Nothing. I just... I was planning on doing that. I forgot to mention to you before we, uh, before we recorded.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, great. Like, that's great. That's great.
0: let me go ahead and throw this one out.
1: Yeah, that's good on the fly. Yeah, I got the I got the experience that firsthand there. Yeah, I figured you'd like that one. That's great, man. So, little, so what's uh, going on? How's your
0: week? Little David Pinzer for you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, see my week. Uh, my week's been absolutely fantastic. There's uh, nothing but sarcasm into that one. So, uh, we're recording a little bit late tonight, and uh, that's because I just got back from Costco getting new tires. Um, Oh, nice. This is a little bit of a karma story for you. Uh, Last Friday, I think, yeah, Friday, my boss was in the store, and uh, one of the girls came in and says hey, you know you got a flat tire? She was like, oh, uh, I don't know how to handle that. (laughs) You don't know how to handle a flat tire? uh So, long story short, we sent one of our guys out there to just go ahead and fix the tire for, uh, fast forward about, mm, we'll say 24 hours. I'm off. I go to get into my car and all of a sudden my air pressure reads 19 Mm. Like, dough. No. So, now me, of course, I do know how to change a tire. Thanks, Dad. Uh, however, I don't have a spare. You got a donut? No, I don't have a donut either. Oh, no. So, um, I rode down to the gas station, filled it up with air, got it up to where it needed to be, drove down to Costco to see if i get new tires, and he said, well... uh, Your tires are special order, so of of course since I drive a Camaro, they don't carry uh fancy tires, so we had to special order those. Oh geez. So that took. The guy told me he was like, "Yeah, he's like, it's gonna take about three to five business days to come in." He's like, "Oh, fun." Said so, maybe Friday. Well, we're probably looking at Monday. It's like, okay, great. So for the past four days, I've been uh, waking up, driving over to a gas station, filling my tire with uh, with air, and then driving on it as little as possible. But of course, I've had to drive. <laughs> I've had to work every single day since. Yeah. So uh, last night I worked overnight, and then came home, crashed, and was woken up by a phone call from a number I didn't recognize, and it was Costco saying, "Hey, your tires are Okay, cool. So drove down there, got my new tires, and uh that's essentially been my day and a nut my week in a nut and go.
1: What's been going on with you? Well I, I feel your pain there, man, because I um I think I told you this. I got a new I, I bought a new car. Well it's a year old now, but it still feels new, but an outback. Yeah. And I never knew this, but uh if you have four wheel drive mm-hmm if you get a flat at a certain point like you got to replace all four at once oh geez so that yeah, yeah that was news to me so it was maybe like two months after i got it i got a nail on my tire and i took it to pet boys and just wanted to get it patched or whatever and the guy was like ah well we can't patch it it's in the sidewall and all that crap so he's like but i don't want to do it because you got four-wheel drive and i don't feel safe replacing one tire you should take it to the dealer, and that—that's when it first hit me. I was like, "Wait a second, you, you don't want to just replace one tire?" And he says, "He says no. Nah, if it's past a certain point, you got to do all four. Yeah. See, I so I was like, I was always told in my you might
0: have to replace two tires at the same time. So if it's like either the front two or the back two. You're supposed to replace two of them.
1: Well, either way, I don't trust. I don't trust anything when it comes to, like fixing cars, man. Everybody's trying to reach yeah, in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but luckily I took in and they, they replaced the one because I hadn't worn the tread enough because it was like two months old. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is like a month later, I got another nail in my tire. Oh, my God. So I replaced that one. And then ever since then, I've had good luck. But now that we've been talking about it, I'll probably have a few nails in my tire when I go out tomorrow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I feel your pain there. But I'm kind of working on one. I'm kind of working with the tire down right now. Because I just went out and played a little uh, tennis. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I hit the tennis court. Uh, Michelle. Nice. Yeah, so we're trying to to stay busy. But uh, we played for about 15 minutes, and I ran after a ball, and I think I I pulled a muscle in my calf, man. So I'm, like, hobbling around. Oh, man, you got to get back in shape for dodgeball tournaments. Oh, that's what I'm saying. As soon as we hit that court, I'm going to injure something. And this is, just, this is just proof, man. Just a
0: couple of weeks ago, Micro called us out, said that he wants to get us together for one more.
1: Yeah, well, I need to rehab this for about a month. Jesus.
0: Well, I, I got some think, special uh, – I don't think you need to worry about any tournaments anytime soon.
1: That, oh, no, not right now. But, you know, I got some special um, Asian balm on this right now. It'll heal right, right up. A little tiger balm? <laughs> yeah, similar to tiger balm. Dragon balm put the bomb on who told you to put the bomb on
0: I didn't tell you to put the bomb on why'd you put the bomb on you haven't even been to see the doctor if you're gonna put a bomb on let a doctor put a bomb on. I guess I screwed up huh Jackie you damn right you screwed up all right so uh once again welcome back to uh tire talk with Jimmy and Matt uh <laughs> <laughs> so while uh as interesting as those weeks are to us I'm sure that's not what folks are tuning in for uh oh, I'm sure they love um, it I'm sure they do just as much as they love your KBO segments. <laughs> Speaking of which, well late uh, force. Of
2: course.
1: All right, so your Dinos are still in first. No big surprise there. They got a they got a four game lead on the on the key womb Heroes right now, mm-hmm. and that battle for uh, two through five is still going on with those same bunch of teams. LG Twins are in fourth oh, okay. right right now as we speak. Moving mm-hmm. yeah. on up, and, uh, moving on up. That's because our boy uh, right. Hunsu Kim had a monster week. I saw this. I actually, yeah, uh, so yeah. I actually
0: did pay attention a little bit to that. So why don't you, why don't you, you, you tell me, so, tell me, and let me see if I I already knew this or not. See if you can't wow me with something.
1: All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna try because you know I've been doing like a spotlight every every segment on like a KBO living legend, right? Uh-huh. So we've talked about Young Tech Park and De Ho Lee so far. So this week. Uh, I wanna get in I wanna use this time to go over um Hun Kim's career as my uh as my living KBO legend. You better put his music in here. So um this week specifically, in a in a stretch of five games, he went ten for twenty two and mm-hmm. hit five five dingers. That's five five games, five, Shocking, I know. You're really <laughs> <laughs> like so shocking, you're dropping stuff. What, what's that? Four <laughs> fifty. What, what, what's that? Ten twenty so, two. Something. What's that? Four fifty. Four fifty batting average, something like that. Oh uh, yeah, carry the one. Four fifty. Four sixty, something like that. All right. But the crazy, the crazy thing is, this guy's had five home runs in five games. I think one of them was a multi-hit, multi-home run game. He's not known for his power, but he's 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 clocking the ball right now. Um, you know, so that's just
0: fine. And, and I've got a theory for this that uh, we'll get a little bit into when we talk uh, talk Orioles. I'm convinced that because what they're doing is they're testing for COVID uh, before the games. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that since they're testing for COVID, they're not necessarily looking for any sort of other performance enhancing things. That's kind of <sighs> fallen by the wayside. Uh, <laughs> for that very same reason, my expectation is that Chris Davis is just going absolutely Great. This
1: year. Oh, yeah. Well, he should. I, I don't think that's going on in Korea right now. If you look at any of these guys, you're not going to suspect them of performance-enhancing drugs. No? No. All right. He, he raises batting average to a solid three thirty five right now. Oh, nice. And, um, so, yeah, I looked up his history, and he actually started his um, career with the Doosan Bears, which is the uh, rival team for the LG Twins. hmm so he was with he was with the Bears from 06 to 2015, and that's when he jumped over to the US and played with the O's from 16 to 17, and then the Phillies for part of the 2017 year, and then in 2018 he went back to the uh, KBO and joined the LG Twins, which was kind of shocking for them because he jumped right over to like the you know the biggest rival rival in the, in the league, um, but. Just talking about his numbers, and we never really saw this what, with the Orioles, but he's won a gold glove in the KBO four times. Sue Kim? Sue Kim, yeah. Mm-hmm. In 08, 09, 10, and 2015, when he came – the first year he came back to the KBO. Or no, that was his last year before he jumped over to the U.S., sorry. And uh, he's won the batting title in KBO in 2008. He's got the hit – the most number of hits title in 2008, 2009 – and he's got the on-base percentage title in two thousand eight, so uh, he he's definitely a living living legend over there. And his nickname is uh, the hit the hit machine. Well, if he's a living legend, shouldn't his nickname be Larry Zabisco? <laughs> I wish. All right, yeah, man, he he's he's awesome. So he was a lot of fun to watch this week, and they had like a few of his games on. So I was watching him tear the cover off the ball, mm-hmm. and he he looks like he's having fun.
0: That's good. See, I always yeah. felt, felt uh, a little bad for him not really ever getting a chance over here. So, it's good to see. Yeah. Good to see him getting a
1: shot. Yeah, I didn't like seeing the, what happened to him in um, Philadelphia. I don't know what that what happened over there. Maybe they had, like, a, too many outfielders. They had to rotate in, or they just didn't – he just didn't get off to a hot start. But uh, he didn't get a really fair chance over there. So one other cool, like interesting fact I I learned from KBO this week, if you want to hear it. All right. So do you have, do you currently own any LG products like a TV or did Uh, you ever have an LG phone or anything? No, I never had
0: an LG phone. I don't think.
1: All right. Well, I learned what the LG stands for. Lou Gehrig? No. Luis Gonzalez. (laughs) No, no. So it stands for Lucky Gold Star. Lucky Gold Star. Yeah. So if you if you got an LG TV out there, just know that it used to stand for Lucky Gold Star, and they used to wear that on their uniforms. But it was like it was way too long, so they shortened it to LG, and that's what actually caused the company to shorten their name to LG. So that's why LG is on all over their stuff now instead of Lucky Gold Star. So it was the baseball team that kind of like. You know, directed that company to change their name to LG. All right. If that's interesting to you. Yeah. I thought that was kinda cool.
0: You know, it's always it's uh they've always got wacky, uh uh wacky sponsorships over there. Oh yeah. They'll take anybody. Yeah. I know they were talking about what would baseball uniforms, we talked about that a little bit uh earlier this year. What would baseball uniforms look like with sponsorships all over the uniforms and don't want to see that. Say, I don't want to see my baseball players looking like NASCAR drivers.
1: Well, if they do it like KBO does, it's not that distracting. Like, they'll have it on their, like, helmets. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a little decal, just a little strip on their helmet, and you don't even notice it after, you know, you see the you watch a game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not that – If they if they did it that way, it wouldn't be so bad. But, yeah, if they had, like – their whole uniform covered in like i don't know coca-cola or something that would be very distracting
0: <laughs> now padding for the orioles austin hayes with mountain dew written all over history <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't know why mountain dew but it seemed to make sense sponsored do the do. by mountain dew and big red gum
1: you don't like big red
0: i'm rookie bobby if you don't chew big red then f-
1: you Hey, it'd be a way to offset the, the fact that there's no um, fans in the stadium right now. Yeah. Bringing some money to those owners. It's true.
0: So uh, are they doing anything different in the stands right now? Over in Cape
1: Town? No, no, they still got stuffed animals? or They still got stuffed animals. They still got video video walls with um, fans. Mm-hmm. So some of the seats are kind of like tarped off. And they're broadcasting some like you know video from fans watching the games in this in the bleachers, so that's kinda cool.
0: What about but your boy uh Crazy Jackie or whatever the
1: super fan's name was? Crazy Jackie. Has he been on he yet? has been he, he hasn't been back on, but hmm. um I think they're waiting for like a certain combination of commentators and then the LG twins to be on, but he'll be back. They love that guy. All
2: right.
1: He's a star. But yeah, they haven't they haven't started letting fans back in the actual stadium yet.
0: All right, so uh, that all I got for KBU. That's all I got.
1: All right.
0: You keeping them short and sweet lately? Yeah, I can appreciate that. Trying to keep you from falling asleep on me.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: you're doing a good job. All right. So uh, why don't we come back on over to the uh, to the U.S. side of things? Of course, we know MLB getting ready to kick off in uh, what is it? Just uh, just over. Just under two weeks? Yeah, July
1: 23rd's first game, yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, it'll be just under two weeks after we get this podcast up. So that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, come on, it's going to be up by Saturday or Sunday, so it'll be just under
1: two weeks. I thought you meant it was going to take two weeks to get it. No,
0: um, no, no, no. We we all know that we record this stuff on Thursday, and typically takes a couple days with editing and All right. Believe it or not, folks, we don't do this on the fly. We don't do this with no editing. This is all Matt here. (laughs) Alright, so back over to MLB. Uh, First off, I want to wish a uh, happy belated birthday to Orioles outfielder Austin Hayes. Uh, His birthday came up uh, just a couple days ago, so happy belated birthday to Austin.
2: Alright.
1: How old is he? You're asking me to know that much about it? Oh, okay. I thought you would have known. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. You got the Austin Hayes superfan living in your house, right? I do.
0: and uh,
1: She should know. She really should. See. Born in
0: 1995, so it puts him at, what, 25 years old? Yep. Yep. July 5th, 1995, 25 years old. So, there you have it. Happy 25th, Austin.
2: All right.
0: All right. So, uh, we talked a little bit about summer camp. And about the 60 uh, man player pool and how we've got 44 guys on there. Um, we recently added a, a few names to there. Most notably, uh, Ryan Mountcastle
2: mm-hmm.
0: was added to there. So uh, he was. Actually, just saw uh, in the inter squad game that they're playing right now, he was getting ready to go up against Paul Fry. No real update on what's happened there but yeah i saw the um he's
1: playing saw one, <laughs> yeah yeah so we, yeah we, that was one of the names we were talking about if they were going to bring him up or not mm-hmm. but i saw they listed him as a first baseman sometimes right fielder and dh
2: mm-hmm.
1: well we're looking at trey mancini light
0: so yeah you know it's the same thing that we did with trey we'll plug him in a corner let him play a little first base and dh now and then and mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, for this year, that's perfect. Him filling the the Trey spot is perfect since we won't have Trey. Right. Yeah,
1: didn't he? Kind of, didn't he start as a third baseman? I think so. I, I think, thought he was. I ever think he third
0: started third. as a third baseman. Somebody said they didn't have the arm or the range. Yeah, but he had the power. Well, that works too. A so, little interesting note: say we were talking about the inter squad game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting conflicting reports, but right now. Uh, from Rich Dubrov, he's saying that there are eight fielders in the game and there's no great fielders for either side. Um, You know what's funny is the fact that we can't turn on on Masson and see what's going on with the Orioles right now. Uh, But there's 29 other teams in Major League Baseball that are airing their inter-squad games. (laughs) Uh, It makes you wonder why isn't Masson uh, jumping on with us. Also a little Are update the, from today. Uh our boy John Means gone four innings, one run, four hits, four strikeouts. I saw he something seems be picking up
1: where he left off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he's gonna make that number one slot, right? Well what do you think? let's not uh let, let let's leave that as a
0: tease because we're gonna be talking about that in uh in a little bit here. Oh okay.
2: So uh
1: Yeah, I saw something that they left on um, but um Dwight Smith Jr and San- Santander aren't playing right now. Mhm. And this is after like the testing. So there's a lot of
0: uh a lot of assuming that this is because of the covid testing and that maybe they tested positive. But the truthful answer is that we don't know and we won't know. Yeah, you know, I think it was uh Mike Trout or somebody came out and said, you know, doesn't that uh Break hepa laws of doctor confidentiality if you guys are going to go ahead and put this out there after the testing
2: results.
1: Yeah, unless uh, the unless the player right, unless
0: the player agrees to it, so that raises a bunch of questions. Uh, The other thing is is that like just because the uh, the player may may have to stay away from the team because he was around somebody that did test positive.
2: It yeah, not mean that he
0: tested positive for COVID. yeah so that could all be all that a... stuff still going on I think a lot of us forgot about uh, what all was entailed with the COVID testing and all See, because as we're trying to get back to a normal life people tend to forget simple things like
1: hey I gotta stay home
0: or hey I gotta put a freaking mask on my face uh, you know and we just have to re-educate those people that hey this is what you have to do now
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, anyhow, uh, back to the Orioles. So, we talked a little bit about uh, 2020. So, you know, I originally had my assumption that we were going to face off against the Yankees and that we want Garrett, but it turned out that we are not getting Garrett and yeah. that the Yankees are facing off with the Nationals at first. And we had Boston.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that right? Yep. Yeah, Boston. Yep. We have Boston in Boston. Uh, Of course, the nice thing about that is there will be no David Ortiz, which is always a positive. (laughs) David Ortiz has come of the earth, and um, if we don't have to see him play.
1: Well, you know he's going to make the broadcast somehow.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll be broadcasting. uh, What I'd like to do is I'd like to see if I can uh, find a phone number to call in and uh, ask him if he's talked to Brian Mattis lately.
1: (laughs) This will be the first, like, online – Call that they let through during a national broadcast, but yeah, you can try. All right, we're going to go to Brian in Baltimore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, son, uh, how you doing, son? Yeah, this is David Ortiz, right? Yeah, yeah, this is your father, Brian Mattis.
1: <laughs> uh. Oh boy! All right, so but most uh, likely, we... most likely, one? most likely, we are going to see Chris Sale, right? Um,
0: <laughs> no, I think. Chris Sale out with what?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, didn't he get Tommy John? Oh wow, I'm I'm living in my
0: own over here. Uh, where is announced where else? The Red Sox announced today left hand <laughs> pitcher Chris Sale will undergo old collateral ligament reconstruction surgery. Tommy John. Oh yeah. On his left shoulder, March thirtieth, two thousand twenty. So there's no way that he pitches us here,
1: right? No, no, there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So,
0: yeah. So we won't see him.
2: Uh, okay.
0: Maybe the Red Sox go ahead and resign uh, Andrew Kashner. We can see him for game one. <laughs> that might that might be a win for us. There you go. <laughs> Red Sox and then David Price uh, opted out, right? But he's on the Dodgers now, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he moved over to the Dodgers. Yes. I. Oh, you,
0: you know who we'll probably see? Uh, former Oriole. Eduardo Rodriguez. Oh, maybe. Maybe. And he's he's hit or miss. We'll see what he's got this year.
1: Yeah, I know he's shot us down a couple times, but I know we've gotten to him a couple times too, so Yeah. He's about 50
0: I will be uh I'll be tuned in for that. I can't wait.
2: Yeah.
0: Go go and make it like a uh like a football game celebration. We'll have some hot food, some good snacks, you know? Are we are gonna watch over Zoom. Oh I me, mean, why not <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and connect to zoom. I'll just have to uh I imagine we'll be skipping the poker game for uh for the first night of baseball
1: yeah is it is it a is it a I'll dig
0: it? with our host no it's uh seven o five I want to say oh, okay so um while we're talking a little bit of orioles, I also want to uh announce the. Orioles announced the signings of Anthony Servideo and third baseman Kobe Mayo. So, -hmm. our third and fourth round picks are now signed. Everyone has officially signed, uh, except for Carter Balmer, who's the uh, pitcher. He's unsigned, but there's a deal in place that's been agreed to. So, it's just a matter of getting him over here and having him sign on the dotted line. So, it looks like... uh, as far as signing all of our players this year will have been a success for the Orioles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's always always embarrassing when you go ahead and you waste that draft pick on somebody, and then all of a sudden you can't sign them. So.
1: Yeah, that is miserable. And then they got you got to go, they got to go right back through the draft, right? Yeah, I don't know how that works. Do You get like a compensatory pick.
0: Uh, I honestly do not know. <laughs>
1: I'd hate that. Though. I'd hate to waste your like first round draft pick on somebody and then they don't sign,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which I know has happened. They go back to college or whatever, and then you just lose a pick. Yep, that's why the baseball draft is so tough, man. All
0: right, so that's uh that's all I got on the O's this this uh this week. Did you uh do you have anything else on the O's?
1: No, I think that's all I saw. Oh, I did want to um. Did you see they put out the 2021 schedule already?
0: Yeah, I did see that. And it looks like uh, we're, we're opening
1: up with Boston again. Yeah, deja vu right back in Boston, too. They couldn't even give us a home game against Boston.
0: No, no. As a matter of fact, if we go to Boston, and I think we go to New York after that. Yeah. And then we don't come back to Baltimore until the following weekend.
1: It's almost like a redo of 2020. They were just yeah. like... You're gonna start off against Boston here and then you're gonna start off against Boston there.
0: Whatever, you know what? Let's go in there, kick their ass, uh come out seven and zero in the first week, and uh just go <laughs> ahead and declare our dominance over the division.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. So so yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to uh looking forward to baseball being back. I can't wait to see Austin Hayes go ahead and crush a lead off home run. Uh over that Dippy, uh, right field fence that they have over there in Boston, right around the foul pole. Yeah. What do they call that? The Douchebag pole. The pesky pole. I, I think I was close. <laughs> close
1: enough. All right. All right. So I think that's a. Uh, oh yeah. what, uh, What's that? There was a lot of those talk on uh, in KBO this week. Actually, right.
0: what you got from there?
1: So they do have some. Guests calling in who just happen to be O's fans. I know Tim Kirkshen's an O's fan, and um, there's just a couple other guys that just by chance that happen to root for the Orioles. But they were every single one of the commentators is talking about the Orioles this year because they're saying that the teams that are in our division mm-hmm. pretty much have to beat us to to make it anywhere. Mm-hmm. They have to take advantage of the Orioles and beat us. So they're kind of they're kind of dissing us this year, man.
0: Well, you know what? They're not wrong. I mean, they have they do have to beat us,
1: you know. Nah, but it's giving me that it's giving me that like chip where I want to like I really want to see the Orioles start off hot and like just hold on to a yeah, lead. I'm,
0: I'm okay with seeing them start off hot, but you know, I mean, first of all, I'd like to see them go ahead, and win the first 14 games, and then lose the next 46. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're all about those first-round draft
0: picks, man. Absolutely, man. Why wouldn't you tank this game? <laughs> it's a 60-game season. It's a throwaway season. Unless we're going to get no. into the playoffs. Uh, dude, I do not want to finish in third place this season. I either want to finish in the playoffs or I want to finish dead last.
1: I think if you were a player, it would be different. Oh, absolutely. Do you think you could uh, – I don't think any of those guys go out there and actually tank. No,
0: but they have know, too much. the, the manager's got to – Think of a way to put it on together.
1: Right, he could put the wrong pitcher in at the right time. Yeah. But but no, you'd have I, too much pride and just you'd be too competitive to tank anything. Was really, just
0: he was just thinking of us when anyway, he went ahead and called for Baldo <laughs> instead of Zach oh, oh no!
1: God, the crazy thing is, like, Ibaldo was actually like t- you know, changing people's minds about him. You remember the end of that year? Yeah. Where he was on fire, man, and people are actually saying, Well, maybe we got we got something here <laughs> And then he comes in, oh, nope. bang. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh well. Alright, that's all I got for us. Well, speak, speaking of Ubaldo, say I just uh, pulled up a little article that says Ubaldo Jimenez, I'm not thinking about retirement yet.
1: Oh no. But, well,
0: you better think about it because the Orioles aren't gonna sign you and if the Orioles weren't signing, I can't imagine who would.
1: The Marlins, maybe. Yeah.
0: That was the other team getting Yeah, uh, uh, That's what's up. So he uh Ubaldo Jimenez intends to keep pitching despite
1: exclusion from the Rocks at Rockies sixty player pool. I didn't even know he went back to the Rockies. Yeah, apparently. That's where he was really good. Yeah. Breaking news.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well let's uh let's get to this. So approximately uh 1.40 p.m., the tweet came out of uh, Mark Feinsand, Feinsand? No, know. Mark from Twitter. Uh, Feinsand. Feinsand? Maybe. I don't know, no, it's F-E-I-N-S-A-N-D. Okay. So, I got no idea. Anywho, uh, he tweets out that the Orioles are interested in signing Yasiel Puig and have made at least one offer, according to us. Yes. Um, All right. And then this is being followed up. I just kind of went ahead and did a little research on
2: uh,
0: on the webs while I was waiting on you. And it's it's everywhere, dude. Um, <laughs> CBS CBS Sports Bleacher Report Yahoo Sports uh, Cincinnati dot Dodgers Way Dodgers Nation The Score. I mean, this is huge news. So uh, the last that we heard from Yasiel Puig. It was that the, uh, your boys, the key womb heroes, uh, of the KBO were trying to, uh, trying to land him. But he opted to not sign in hopes of getting a major league. Looks like the
1: reason he turned that down is because the Orioles were in talks with him. Yeah, well, the Orioles and who else, though?
0: You gotta wonder. There's, there's gotta be some interest from some other teams, right? I mean, this dude's, well, uh, he's
1: not completely
0: washed up yet
1: no and he can provide like a big bat in the middle of the lineup mm-hmm. but what i saw was that um the marlins were involved but they didn't offer him enough money it's interesting yeah. that the orioles are offering more money yeah well they might have more you know they have one of the lowest um lowest salaries overall last year so they might have some of that extra money
0: yeah i mean honestly say the fact that we're paying chris davis five billion dollars is any reason why Wire salary right now is five billion and one dollar. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it, it, in all honesty, Davis takes up what like seventy-five percent of her cap, pretty much, probably something like that. Um, so, you know, and again, like I said, say Puig isn't necessarily completely washed up. He only hit two fifty-two last week, or last week, last season, uh, one hundred games with the Reds. He hit two fifty-two, but he hit twenty-two home runs and had sixty-one RBIs. So his batting average in July was two hundred ninety two, which is higher than this average. So um <clears throat> you know, he was nearly hitting three hundred, he's got twenty two home runs on the season, he's got sixty one RBIs. Uh you know, it again, we're not talking about uh the last uh the last ride for Jim Tomei or Vladimir Guerrero or uh Sammy Sosa or Chris Davo. or well, I I guess he kinda is following in a
1: trend, isn't he? <laughs> you think this could be his uh, last stop before he heads out
0: yeah i mean it's this might be his last opportunity the question is is this going to be his last stop or is this going to be like a nelson cruz uh season where he could just go ahead and revitalize himself re-energize rejuvenate and uh you know potentially land himself a uh, another three-year deal with you know
1: potentially the orioles
0: or somebody else
1: well we've seen it before if he has a big year here he won't re-sign. He'll sign somewhere else. Right. But I'm excited, man. I'm actually, like, looking forward to, to seeing him in the Orioles uniform. And I want to see that orange uh, orange mohawk. <laughs> and I want to see. Um, Would be
0: interesting to see him bring that one out.
1: Yeah, and those numbers you were reading, those are pretty much fall in line with the guys we got right now. Yeah, I mean, it's the .252 we're, batting average isn't necessarily
0: impressive. But, again, it, the fact no, that he's got but, the power to go with it. Yeah, look and at uh again in look July at, he hit three hundred last year, so
1: Yeah. Look at um, Renato Nunez. I mean that's those are his numbers exactly, pretty much, right? Yeah. He's like a two fifty guy, but he'll hit twenty some home runs. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean he'll fit it's right funny. into the lineup. And so have
0: we uh we talked a little bit earlier this week, but I, I just figured I'd double check. Have you uh, have you yet signed up for your Twitter account? Is that available yet? <laughs>
1: no. Alright, so so no, wait a minute. We're doing this, we're doing this. Bleacher
0: like, Bird Matt has not yet been uh has not yet been signed up yet,
1: huh? No, but I guess I should take that one before um now that you said that. Yeah, before this gets published. Yeah, and the millions of people go running to uh, make that account.
0: Yeah, just just to mess with you for no other reason than to mess with
2: you.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah but all right, so since you're not, I'll let you know. Say Orioles Twitter is absolutely blowing up with this, uh, with the CSL point talk
1: now. Uh, okay, good stuff, uh, bad stuff, or mix or what?
0: Yeah, I mean, our um, our friend here, the Nick McCake's account, uh, tweets out OMG. Uh, <laughs> somebody else, let's see here, what's what's who these other tweets are like? It blew up like two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, goodbye. 22 wins. Hello. 21 or goodbye. 21 wins. Hello. 22.
2: Uh, <laughs> you, know,
1: <so laughs> you know what though? In a 60 game season, that might be the difference. He might be the difference. Let's see here. You know what I want to say? I want to take, bet. I want to take bets on, um, who's gonna, who's going to get into a fight with first in you know, in our locker room. I don't think he's going
0: to get a fight with anybody in our locker room. I think, uh, it's a shame that we don't play the Astros, because I'd love to see him get into a fight with the Astros. But you know what this makes me wonder? So the, if it's one thing that the Auras aren't short on right now, it's outfielders. Right. And if we're going to be building for the future, why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's fun. It's 60 games, so why not? But why? And the only thing that comes to mind is Anthony Santander and Dwight Smith, uh, Dwight Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. They're being kept yeah out of camp. Something's clearly going on. The Orioles just aren't telling us yet.
1: Yeah, the only disappointing thing is he might be taking somebody's spot that we would get to see. Right. But this season is like the perfect time to go out and go ahead and like throw a yeah. flyer out on a guy like this because it's only sixty games. Somebody might get sick. Somebody might choose not to play. Mm-hmm. You got to stack up. You got to stack as many guys as you can. So I think that's the only reason we're going after him in a rebuilding, you know, period. Oh, hell of a lot of tweets when this first broke out. Now I just can't seem to find any. The Puig excitement has already
0: passed. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's over with. It hit, Orioles Twitter awoke, and then all of a sudden, and we're done. <laughs> all right, so go, go get Yasiel, Sammy Sosa 2.0. Uh, just a, a bunch of... uh. <clears throat> But there's a bunch of exciting tweets uh, from people just kind of looking over this. And, again, this just came completely out of nowhere. Yeah. But it's it's so typical O's,
1: though. But we called it last week, remember? What did we say? When I was talking about the KBO being interested in uh, Yasiel Puig. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, but there's a couple he de- he he declined because there was a couple of major league teams interested and we went into talking about how it might be the O's. So I'm call we called it, man. Oh, you called it.
0: <laughs> you you <laughs> called you called one of three people that's still paying attention to the KPO
1: right.
2: Now.
1: <laughs> we'll have to go back to the tape. All right, so this is a uh, this is a thumbs up from both of us. Hey, I'm excited.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So um well, I got you on, Sal. So I'll, I'll ask you. I know that the, uh, the big fight's coming up in five hours, and you're going to get an mm-hmm. opportunity to uh, to watch it. So,
1: who do you got in the uh, who you got in the big fight tonight? You're talking about Masvidal versus Usman. Yep. And this is our first UFC talk, isn't it? it? It is. All right, so it's a good time, I guess, for uh, Flight Island to mark the occasion. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm a huge UFC fan, but um. I, I do want to see Masvidal win just because he's like his character is just like fascinating,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm not like a huge fan of uh, Kamara Usman just because of his style of fighting. But if Masvidal is going to win this fight, he's got to keep it on the feet, and he's got to he's got to take him down early. Not take him down, but take him out early. So you're so going for the gonna... quick uh, running knee strike to go ahead <laughs> <in> five seconds. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that'd be amazing! <laughs> How For disappointing
0: like would that. that be, though? You know, like you get a bunch of bunch of talk about this big huge fight, and then in a matter of like two oh. seconds,
1: it's over. You know what? Though it's not it's not that disappointing because you, you can talk about that. I mean, remember when that happened? I, I I would say like when it happened the first time,
0: like that was huge. Yeah. But, like if it just if it just continues to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would it would be like Ronda Rousey with her arm bars. Like, oh boy, here comes another arm bar. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's just like the only person that had more arm bars than Ronda Rousey in her career was Chris Jericho when he read it off that list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Move number two hundred and thirty-seven. Arm bar. Yeah, but you know, I um, I am excited to see it, and um, it, it's it's gonna, definitely going to be his toughest fight in the um, that he's had recently. Mm-hmm. and he took it on like what seven days notice yeah that's what I so, hear. so he's got a hell of a fight for him but i, I, I guess i'm pulling for him y- you got any stake in this i
0: don't have any stake in it um say i do actually want to see myself win um just out of the tuesday it's the one that i know <laughs> so yeah uh, so that's kind of the way that i would lean
1: yeah but i'll let you know i'll be watching tonight
0: yeah i mean feel free to uh Go ahead and shoot me a text while, uh, while that's going on, I may or may not still be playing poker. Hopefully I am.
1: Yeah. Hopefully you're still in there.
0: Yeah. Say, uh, if I win tonight, I can go ahead and use my winnings to buy my Orioles Yossi Elf Jersey. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, thanks for uh, joining me again for a quick, uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: quick little segment here and
1: I'll get to work. All right. Back to your regularly scheduled bleacher birds. (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right so why don't we uh take a quick jump over to the nfl i have officially figured out who my keeper is in fantasy football for the next 10 years <laughs> and that would be the oh boy 500 million dollar man here comes the money here we go Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> So, over the past couple of days, Mahomes and Chiefs reached an agreement on a 10 year contract extension that ties him to Kansas City through 2031. It's going to be the richest contract in NFL history for Adam mm-hmm. Uh Basically, this has got the potential to be a $503 million deal <laughs> with uh, somewhere along the lines of like $477 guaranteed. It's absolutely uh-huh. ludicrous. Yeah, that's absurd. And of course, us being a uh, Baltimore podcast, why does this tie into us?
1: Well, the question is now, what's Lamar going to want? That's absurd, man. The amount of money that he got. Well, I mean, I guess that's the right time to ask for it, right after you win the Super Bowl, right? MVP in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the same thing that Flacco did. So
0: maybe, uh, maybe Mahomes will fall apart, like yeah. Flacco
2: did. <laughs> well, let's hope
1: not. Yeah, I hope not. Actually, I actually like him. I hope to win like, my next couple, uh, next couple
0: fantasy
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know what was crazy? The, I, I saw some interesting stuff about that contract, and this goes for like all the players. Mm-hmm. So when they signed like a mega deal like that, um, he, he was going into like what he can't do now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And some of the things listed were just like he can't play basketball for 10 years. He can't play basketball, he can't jet ski. I'd be okay with either of those.
2: It, it,
0: you're gonna pay me, but I'm sure those aren't gonna pay me five hundred million dollars a year. No, no, I
1: can't play basketball. <laughs> I, I think I'll be okay. I mean, he can't. He can't even go in his driveway and shoot. You know, shoot a hoop here and there. But I'm sure those aren't the only two things on that list either. I'm sure he can't do like a number of things, man. So there's some that's some crazy stuff to think oh. about he, he said he, he's pretty much just going to be playing football or video games for 10 years yeah but
0: I mean here's the thing so dude's got 500 million dollars now right mm-hmm. who's, to, yeah. who's to say he doesn't get a basketball court built inside of uh, inside of his house and then <laughs> you know what, is somebody going to be spying through the windows to make sure he's not playing basketball
1: Oh, shit. for 500 million dollars <laughs> i think yeah. that might be be somebody attached to his hip for 500 million dollars yeah. make sure he's doing all I, right stuff. i mean i'm not talking about playing like a full-fledged
0: game but if he wanted to shoot some hoops i don't think there would be uh i don't think they could do anything about that
1: yeah maybe not well he's gonna have a compound pretty soon so he can lock he can build some pretty high fences with that money exactly
0: <laughs> so dude's gonna be making bank um now the fortunate yep. thing for us right now is, of course, uh, Lamar was the MVP last year, but he has yet to win a Super Bowl. He's even yet to win a playoff game yet. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I don't bring that up to spite him, but it, the facts are just facts. Say Lamar hasn't done it all just yet. Say so he's still got some room to grow, and uh, you know we're not in that scenario yet, so we don't really need to worry about it. Lamar just needs to worry about going out being Lamar, and then winning for the next year or two, and then he can start worrying about contracts.
1: Yeah, he's got to win big, and then see, uh, then start talking about that stuff, and then cash in. Yeah, so yep, but he will, he will, he will cash in. So long as he stays healthy. Yeah, make no mistake, he's gonna he's gonna come with a high uh, price tag, but. I don't know if this is going to like it. We'll have to see what it does to the uh, the Chiefs from here on yeah. out. I mean, he, Patrick Mahomes is arguably the best quarterback in the league. You could argue Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is right there. But is he going to be able to carry a team? We'll see. Once once these free agents hit, you know?
0: Well, you got to think, say, essentially, I don't know how much longer Tyreek Hill's got left on his contract, but I imagine that'll be the last big name, him and uh, Travis Kelsey. I think both of them will be mm-hmm. uh will be gone by the end of their contracts because they're not gonna re- sign. And then Mahomes we're gonna see how he does with people like uh Nicole Hardman and you know, anybody else that they sign over the next couple of years.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll have to see if he's the kind of quarterback that makes a receiver into a star. Yeah, I mean you, Or if he needs you, you gotta think
0: about it. If you look at it, it's like you know, I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes. I, I, I like what he does. But he does have one of the top tight ends in the game, in Kelsey. He does have one of the top wide receivers in Tyreek Hill. So he's got, he's got weapons. How would he do with you know with the, with the squad that uh, Lamar had last
1: year? Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, and again, that's not taking anything away from the Ravens, but yeah, you know, Hollywood was, uh, was hurt practically all season. So, dude, that dude shot up crazy man he went from he went from like 160 to 240 and it's all muscle (laughs) like the workouts that they're showing this kid doing is just like it's just absolutely
1: sick. well he's not that tall is he no so how does he put that i mean but that much is that were those real weight numbers what yeah he's five he's like five eight and he's 240 pounds something like that yeah so let me what
0: the heck, dude? The muscle that he's put on has been like has been absolutely ludicrous.
1: Oh man, yeah. He's kind of like a professional wrestler out there. So Can you see, if, if he keeps that speed, then with all that
0: weight, see. While we're talking Ravens, yeah, I pulled up this little uh this little tweet that I thought was interesting. And it's playoff percentage for each NFL team, playoff appearances per years in the NFL. So you take all the years that the team's been in the NFL, and then how many playoff appearances they've had since there since they've been in the NFL.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, where do you feel the Ravens would be in this? I feel like it's got to be pretty high.
1: I mean, I might be looking that through like so you know, think our lens top is ten, top five, at least top ten, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I gotta think that because they go almost every year. So the Ravens have
0: the third highest playoff percentage. Wow, well, they're number three. Number three, and right, they're safe. number three at fifty percent. Dead even, fifty percent.
1: Oh wow, that's that is lower than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, they were up there in the league. But you gotta remember that. when
0: we first started off; it wasn't uh, it wasn't so pretty.
1: Yeah, the uh, Vinny testerverde years.
0: Yeah. Oh, soon to be followed by the Kyle Bowler years. Yeah. So um That's true. totally blocked that on my memory. So there's two teams that are above them. So of course the Ravens are at fifty percent. The Vikings are at fifty point eight percent. and of course the Cowboys are at fifty-five. Yeah, think about like how good that is with like how bad the Cowboys have been lately. Like you want to talk? We always talk about how the Steelers like to live in the past, but like the Cowboys are right there with them. Hmm. I thought that was a uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was an interesting little
1: tidbit. Yeah, it is, and it's be interesting to see that with the John Harbaugh years. I think we've only missed the playoffs. I don't know. I, I don't know. I want to say two, right? Two years with mm-hmm.
0: him. Yeah, that has it been that two? Seems about right. So I would it? have to. Uh... I'd have to research that. Yeah. Dying. Not many, though. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Alright, so he's been our head coach since
2: 2008.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he has missed the playoffs four times. Oh, wow. That's more than so, I was thinking. And, you know, this is why we were talking about, like, 2018 was his last shot, because he had a streak of where he missed it 2015, 16, and 17. Uh, so okay. him back to thirteen oh, right. And then him and Lamar clicked, and so now all of a sudden he got that extension.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's
0: golden now. Yeah, yeah they like, oh, he'll be here as so long as uh as so long as Lamar wants him.
1: Lamar saved his job. He yeah, he really did. Hey, did you hear the um the four names the Redskins are thinking about changing their name to?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> yeah, we can get into this. All right. So uh, you got them handy. I do. You want to hear them? Yes,
2: they are.
0: I think I know of like two of them.
1: So the one that's in the lead right now is the Warriors, and then the three that are trailing are the Red Hawks, the Red Tails, and the Red Wolves. So they're they're sticking with that red theme, right? Yeah. So um, from what I've read is
0: that they're going to stick with their colors of their maroon and gold or burgundy and gold. But, uh, but, yeah, they're going to end up changing their name completely, and there's not going to be any uh, hint of Native American uh, symbolism imagery, whatever. or anything of that sort, yeah.
1: Which one of those names would you vote for? Um,
0: you know, of those names, I would think I would have to change, like, the Washington Redskins to uh, the Landover uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so I I really don't care. I think it's interesting that uh, <laughs> Warriors is the way they're going because I feel like Warriors is basically just going to go ahead and open up another can of worms for them to have to deal with. Say because I don't think people are going to be happy once it's Warriors.
2: Yeah,
1: who knows? Who knows what they'll Yeah.
0: The other question is like when they do their intro are they going to go ahead and play the ultimate Warriors music as they run out? <laughs> To be perfectly honest, well, I, kind of, I really don't care. All right. So what What about you? Well, what do you What do you think?
1: Because you, so you don't you, care. You don't hate on DC as much as I do. Well, I'm not like a DC fan either. I just thought it was interesting, and we brought it up last week, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to follow up. But I kind of like the Red Wolves, and I know that's probably not going to get picked, but that's kind of like the most unique to me.
0: Yeah. See, I think uh, I saw that they thought that the. Warriors was in the lead, but yeah, I mean, honestly, the Wolves wouldn't be, uh wouldn't be bad, but I feel like there's already a Timberwolves so though. Red
1: Wolves, Timberwolves. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Warriors, there's already, that's straight up just Golden State Warriors. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, and I don't like the Golden State Warriors. So that's maybe maybe that's like taking me off of that name. <laughs> hey, the last thing
0: I had for the NFL was that uh, just the, uh, rg3 tweeted out this was back on july 7th as sources say there will be no preseason this year not quite sure Mm -hmm. where where his sources are as he didn't quote them. but we've got the backup quarterback for the ravens saying that there's not going to be any preseason at all so maybe he's heard something that other people haven't heard uh yeah, you know, we've kind of already talked about the first and fourth game already being cancelled and that its gonna be a two game preseason. Now we're looking at no preseason at all.
1: Yeah. So. it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. If they're trying to I heard some crazy <clears throat> stuff going on, like they're trying to keep people away from each other, but I don't know how that's gonna work with football especially. Right. So I heard I heard this crazy rule that they, they put a ban on at the end of the game. There's going to be no interaction between the two teams, and there's going to be no, specifically no jersey swapping.
0: But meanwhile, they're going to be tackling each other, sweating on each other, and doing everything else.
1: More than that, the line, I mean, the guys are going to be lined up right in each other's face right. every play. Have you seen some of these uh, proposed masks that
0: they have? Have we talked about this already? No. Um
1: but but I was thinking about that today, and like the um, every player should just have like a face shield, like Terrell Suggs used to wear. That should just extend the all the helmet? way down over the mouth. No 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 no, I'm ta- not the one he wore, like when he walked out on the field, but the one he played in. You know, he had that visor. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure every player, if that'd be a good idea, every player had an actual visor that extended <clears throat> below their chin. There you go. It's coming hot to you now.
0: This was a. Uh... COVID right. suggested mask. Okay. The so it's the uh the Bears mask that you see, not the other one.
1: Oh wow, yeah. That's like a looks like a motorcycle helmet.
0: Yeah. So those things were proposed and then players were like, There's no way in hell I'm wearing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they didn't like the look of it or they thought it would like hinder their play somehow. Uh, I think a little combination of both.
0: All right, so, but uh, that was not met with a uh, very good reception.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, like I was saying, man, just take that visor and extend it. Mm-hmm. Put pl- plastic pieces all around the uh, the mouth. You know, the mouth guard. Yeah. And I think that'll uh, that'll help.
0: All right. So uh, while we're talking here, I thought of one one last thing. Um, so the Balmer Ravens announced Wednesday that they plan to allow fewer than 14,000 fans to attend any given home game at MT Bank Stadium in 2020. That's if, Whoa, fans, if fans are allowed to attend the games in person at all. Hmm. Yeah, so that came out uh that came out on Wednesday. Uh, they've already announced that season ticket holders uh, money would be carried over into 2021. There is no uh proclamation for a refund or anything of that sort that I saw, but basically money's going to be carried over into 2021, which makes me wonder, like, what are they going to do about the 2020 uh, tickets? So is that going to be like, uh, a lot of people have talked about potential lottery that people can enter to uh, be able to buy tickets to those games, and then where the seat's going to be, how is all that going to work?
1: Yeah, like every every third seat you can sit or something like yeah. that.
0: And then, like, what's it matter if like if it's a family of four? Like that family of four can can sit together as long as they live together, right? So right. Yeah. Need to yeah. Be yeah. That oh, yeah. Gap there.
1: And that actually sounds like the perfect scenario. You get to sit with the people you know, and then everybody else has to get the heck away from you. Right. That sounds perfect, man. For me. <laughs> All right. Um.
0: so did you have anything else say hey, we got a, we've got a new segment that I'm really looking forward to No, okay. go for it so so we uh opened up the window to our uh, listeners and our twitter followers and I basically asked them to uh go ahead and submit any questions that they might have for us and sure enough we found four questions in a matter of two hours we got four questions from our viewers um Our first one comes from Mike in Baltimore. Uh, Wants to know, who's the opening day starter, Alex Cobb or John Means? You want to go first? Uh, Well, I think it's Means. Um, If you went by uh, seniority, obviously it would be Alex Cobb, but I think it's pretty clear that it's going to be Means as he kind of earned that right last year. And, uh, you know, Alex Cobb just – just had another daughter, I think. So he hasn't even been in camp. So I think John Means is the obvious, uh, obvious pick there. What about you?
1: Yeah, he, he's definitely earned it. It's got to be John Means. Yeah. I mean, until we see that Alex Cobb can earn that number one spot, I mean, it seems like every year something's like holding him back from making that first start. That's what I'm saying Cobb wasn't even right?
0: wasn't even effective when he was pitching for us. So. I think it's got to no, be hands, no. hands down.
1: Yeah, it'd, it'd be like a, it'd be a crime to give it to Cobb just because he's got the experience. Mm. He has been ready every year we've had him. So, uh, not, not room for him or anything, right. but I'm just saying.
0: No, I you got to you got to I'd love know. to see him go ahead and mount to something so so we could go ahead and trade him and get a couple prospects for him, but I think John <laughs> Means is just the clear the clear choice between those two. Thanks for the question. Mike.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So our second question comes, uh, and again, this one we kind of referenced already. So it was, came from Pat in DC. It says uh, your Twitter account seems to be very anti-DC. How much are you guys loving what's happening <laughs> with our football team? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go ahead and speak to that one first. I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, I think that the next move. Uh, the next move, obviously, is to stop calling the team D.C. if they don't play in D.C. Uh, I think they should be the Landover professional football team. I've said that numerous times in the past. I will continue to preach that until they put a stadium actually in D.C. Uh, but for the time being, they need to be the Landover professional football team. And regardless of <laughs> what nickname they go with, um, that's how I will always refer to them until they move to D.C. So, um, Pat, appreciate the question, but um, your team sucks, your owner sucks, and uh, you can stick it, brother. Good enough. <laughs> you got anything else to add on, on, to on that one?
1: Um, no, that was pretty good. That some that summed it up, and that's probably the last time we'll hear from Pat. So, All right. see-, see you later. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, our third question, uh, and you're going to like this one. Uh, third question comes from Alyssa in Elkridge. Uh, oh, I, have wow. a, I have a good idea of who this one might be, and she wants to know which Oriole has the best butt, and why is it Austin Hayes?
1: Well, you got to handle this one. Yeah. Uh, i got nothing. Who's <laughs> screening these, these right, questions? These are completely unscreened. All right. Well, we got to
0: get somebody on that. Right. I'm just I'm just looking through the else here. Well no, I
1: refuse to answer that. All right, all right.
0: So, uh, sorry about the Alyssa. Maybe, uh, maybe next time we'll be able to answer your question. Feel free to send another one our way. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, fourth and final question. Jesus God, this can't be real. Um, comes from Glenn in Las Vegas. And it says, of the two of you, who pitches and who catches? Uh, So, obviously, we've already talked about this. We both used to pitch when we played Little League Baseball. Uh, Not quite sure why that question even comes up, but uh, we're both former pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, there's there's throwing arms and pitching came, uh, came in handy back when we played dodgeball. And I think that's a uh-huh. perfect time for us to transition into our Dodge Fall story. <laughs> All right. Yeah,
1: let's move away from this segment as soon as possible.
0: <laughs> All
2: right.
0: So. Uh, but, All right. but before we do that real quick, if, uh, if anybody ever has any other questions for us, please reach out to us, BleacherBirds at com, or just go ahead and hit us up uh, on the Twitter at BleacherBirds. All right, Matt. Um, so this Dodgeball uh Dodgeball story is uh last week's was accepted uh very, very well. So I know we made at least mm-hmm. one person happy with it, so he was very interested. Uh Matt from over at section three three six, uh which is another great podcast that everybody should listen to, uh <clears throat> went ahead and put his uh put his two cents on us and what he thought of Deflate Gate. So we're gonna go Again to another side of the uh another side of the dodgeball perspective where we kinda always claimed ourselves as <coughs> excuse me, as heroes and as always we were always the good guys. But that was just in our mind as it wasn't necessarily perceived that way from uh, people we were playing against or the towns that we were playing in. Why don't you uh why don't you go ahead and take the lead on this one?
1: So yeah, just to um talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we always thought we were going in as heroes, but we learned pretty quick that uh, we were pretty much the enemy everywhere we went. Soon after that first game, they were like, alright, well, we hate these guys now. Not out of, not out of anything of our fault, I don't think, right? No, we just, we would go and we just,
0: oh, would just dominate.
1: <laughs> while wearing booty shorts. Well, like, well we, we should have known better. I mean, a team from out of town comes in Nobody there knows them. Most of the teams, like, for the most part, knew each other. And, you know, here comes this out of town team that's competitive. So immediately you hate them. But um, so this this story, this took place in uh, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, and I, remember I remember that, it took remember, place in Pennsylvania. I think it's great that you remember where it took place.
1: <laughs> yeah, this town is like this town is seared into my uh, memory. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the Chambersburg YMCA.
0: Chambersburg YMCA.
1: Yeah. So we went out there. There was a good amount of teams. I'd say like 20, 25 teams. Mm-hmm. Something around there. It was pretty big. Um, phone ball tournament, which wasn't our favorite, but we went to just because, uh, you know, every, half, half the tournaments were phone ball. So we like playing. So we'd go out there and play foam mm-hmm. if we had to. But, um, yeah, I remember this tournament very well because uh, pretty much as soon as we played our first game, we did become the enemy. Yeah. And so we're going we play our first few games. Well, let's really let talk about our team for a little bit. All right. So it was me pretty, uh, it was definitely me, Todd mogul. Um, I think micro was there with us this year. Mm-hmm. Um, probably machine, probably Jay. Bro. And, um, I think El Dodger Loco look. It was our, uh, was our other member this time around?
0: Yes, uh, I heard about that one. Say, I yeah. uh, I was unable to attend, but I heard uh, I heard Loco was there.
1: Yeah, Loco was there, and I'm sure you've heard the story many times. Like, did <laughs> th- th- you could retell it? Uh, I have. Um, as a matter of fact, hold on,
0: Loco, Loco, you there? See, si. oh, we got him on the line. Yeah. it... it Loco, is that is that you? See. Well, Alright, so um, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't necessarily sure if I was gonna be able to get El Dajo Loco, uh, but this is uh, this is good to hear. So, uh, El Dajo, we were wondering if uh, if you could just kinda take us through this Chambersburg uh, Chambersburg tournament and uh, what happened and why this is kind of a memory for, for the team. See, si. Alright, go ahead. Alright. Um, so, how about this, El Dacho? I'll just go ahead and ask you questions and you can confirm or deny.
1: <laughs> so, uh...
0: So... Basically, my understanding is that the, uh, the tournament itself went into kind of a hostile environment. Not necessarily... Everybody really liked you, liked uh, your antics. Uh, whereas most of the tournaments that you went to, you were instantly beloved. People just, you know, they wanted to get pictures with you. They wanted to get autographs. They just, uh, they were amazed by the luchador dodgeball player. Would you say that that's accurate? See. Si. Okay. Uh, so at this tournament, uh, I understand once again, say the fans were a little bit reality. They didn't really care for, uh, the team as a whole. Uh, and the typical BS was going on where uh, people were all around the actual court. There wasn't necessarily a net preventing people from being involved in balls and play. You were playing a, a home team, and the fans that were on the side, once the balls would reach them, they were throwing them over to throwing them back over to the other team, uh, putting Dance Party at a disadvantage. Does that, uh, that sound accurate? C. Alright, uh, so what, and I, I need more than a C here. Uh, what was going through your mind? Uh, because my understanding is that you were ejected from this tournament. So, oh, hold on, he's, you can just talk, El Eldadjo, you don't have to text this to you. He's been hitting the head with the dodgeball a lot of he's, times, so he's he's lost some of his English. He's texting this to me rather than talking. I don't know. Um, All right. Maybe it's maybe it's just a maybe. because he's he's down in Mexico City right now. Maybe it's just a bad connection. Uh, so basically, yes, everything that you were describing is accurate. Uh, <laughs> the fans and the extra teams were alongside the court at the time that we were playing. Uh, they did not want to see an out-of-town team win, so they were uh, they were throwing the balls from our side over to the other team to try to help them win, which wasn't fair. The referees were doing nothing to stop this. Uh, we had pleaded with the referees uh, time and time again, but it just fell on deaf ears. And someone said something derogatory towards me. I hit them with a DX chop. <laughs> so so a, a, a DX chop, Daggio, uh, are we talking about like a, a chop like across a chest? Or are we talking about a chop over the head? No, no, senor, you don't understand. The <laughs> DX chop, uh, you take one arm and form... At X with your other arm and bring it down towards your crotch as if motioning towards what that person could do oh. all right, well, um, <laughs> probably not your proudest
1: moment, El dojo uh, and who who was the person he directed that towards? Was it a child
0: memory, it... <laughs> memory, memory, a little blurry recall. <laughs> Okay, so he doesn't recall. So Matt, maybe, uh, maybe you can take this, take it from here.
1: It's possible that it could have been towards like a small child, or maybe a that child's mother, or some spectator that um, had nothing to do with the games, right? So he says that uh,
0: the child threw the ball <laughs> over to the other side, and then he was yelling at the child. <laughs> and then the mother said something, and he gave the DX chop to the mother.
2: Don't oh, okay, okay.
0: Uh, at which point in time he was then asked to leave the tournament.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on that, that's um, not not,
0: not his proudest moment. No, you will say
1: no, but um, after that, I mean, we were all laughing. That, that just brought the team's spirits up, How, however mad we were that that was going on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and however dirty the other teams were playing. I think that could have put a charge in us, and uh, we went on to win that tournament pretty easily. <laughs> Much like a, a manager getting thrown out of a baseball game, it kind of energizes the team. Just At inspired certain moments, the team. It inspired the team, and we so we destroyed – This one for Loco. We destroyed that final team. <laughs> But yeah, I, I remember that tournament. I'll never forget the Chambersburg YMCA because of that, mm-hmm. and because we only played them, we only played in Chambersburg one more time. Even though they had many tournaments, we only played one more time, and uh, I guess we'll save that story for another time.
2: All right, all right.
1: Well, I think that's
0: uh. I'll go ahead and close out our dodgeball segment. Uh, Loco, you got anything else? That, it- he's gone. Alright, well we'll try to uh, see if we can't reach out to a Dodger Loco another time and uh, see if we can get some more classic stories. Hopefully oh, yeah. he gets a little bit of a better connection down there in Mexico City.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: But uh, so folks that uh, that concludes this, this week's episode. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us uh, again, say so you can find us on Twitter at BleacherBirds you can shoot us an email, and we will uh, we will go ahead and hit any of these questions that uh, are brought up to us. You can hit us on our email, BleacherBirds at gmail.com. Uh, of course, Matt with his social media. Not yet. Not yet, but I tell you what we will do. We're going to
1: reveal one more number here. Uh, one I more to... number.
0: Yes, I we guess are. I,
1: I dropped the ball on getting uh, Twitter, so I got to do this. Yep. So, uh
0: I figure at some point in time you're going to give up on giving out a number, Matt, and you're going to
1: uh, just get a Twitter account. I have to. I actually just forgot this week, so right. that's the only thing I did, because you know, I, I didn't want to do this. Uh-huh. But um, I'll give you that zero this week.
0: Alright, so uh, so right now we know that there is a one, a four, and a zero to uh, <laughs> Matt's phone number. And uh, If you guys want to go ahead and tune in next week, we'll reveal one more number and get you one step closer to uh, Matt's phone number. (laughs) Unless I get get an account. Unless Matt gets a Twitter account, which which could be happening. Maybe not this week, but certainly within the next six. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Baltimore, Birdland, and beyond, Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining us again. Stay safe. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you (laughs)
2: later.
0: (laughs) Pat, appreciate the question,
2: but uh, your team sucks. Your owner sucks. And... uh, (laughs) You can stick it, brother.